Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. Hey guys, welcome back to Training for Manhood. Dan Panetti uh, with Court Quigley. Court, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate your time. Super, man. super excited. Um, you and I have uh, uh, kind of recently connected. Um, I've known about you for a long time, okay. um, but uh, um, just wanted to, to connect and talk about um, training men because yeah. it's a, it's kind of a heart and a passion that you have. Um, yeah. But how you got here, right, is yeah. obviously kind of interesting, right? Definitely. Your your journey to this particular point where now yeah. you're spending a bunch of time discipling guys, training guys, right, yeah. getting guys to to um, to understand uh, how important their spiritual life and their spiritual walk is. Um, but you didn't come up through, you know, the Christian family walking through seminary and you're not a pastor. <laughs> so, so, so how, how did you get to this point in this revelation in your life? Okay. Yeah. Good question. So that's, that's actually a pretty long and drawn out story, but I'll, I'll summarize it as, as briefly as I can. So my background, I grew up in a pretty economically depressed, uh, little town in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, my family's a very broken family, a lot of drug abuse, a lot of physical mm. abuse, a lot of violence. Uh, my father, when I was two, committed suicide. Uh, my stepfather was super abusive, eventually got arrested for selling drugs. Ugh. And like when he went to jail, my mom, myself, and my sister, like, es- I, like literally escaped yeah. from, from yeah. him. Grab everything I, you can and get out of totally, there. Totally, <laughs> 100%. 100%. So, like, I would say, statistically speaking, the only reason I'm here talking to you is because of Christ. Yeah. Because, you, you know, broken home, yeah. drug abuse, yeah. violence. Where, where you should be. Totally. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Let's I, not talk about it, but yeah, let's just 100%. be honest, right? So, so just the fact that I'm yeah. even here talking to you yeah. is a testament to Christ and, and, and his grace and forgiveness. Um, so kind of growing up that way, um, what happened is I knew what I didn't want in my life. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I didn't really know how to get what I, or get what I did want. Yeah. Right. You know, it's funny is, is I, I talk about this all the time and I don't think people realize how important that particular statement is because knowing what you don't want, like is, is like, it's, it's step one. Totally. Right. You know, totally. you, you get, I, I get, you know, yeah. a lot of, a lot of people and you read research about people who've grown up, you know, with parents who are alcoholics yeah. and they see the abuse and they see that, you know, the yeah. harm and they go, Hey, okay, I don't want that. Yes. But when they get older, it's the only thing that they've seen modeled for them. Totally. So it's like when, when life pushes on you and it's, yeah. it's going to happen, 100%. right. You know, the yeah. storms are going to come and it's the only coping mechanism that you've learned. Yeah. You go back to the one you've learned. And so, and so knowing, Hey, this is what I don't want to do. Yeah. Sure. That's super helpful. Yeah. But until you put something in replace it and say, well, this is how I'm going to cope with life, Definitely. right? If I'm not going to use alcohol to numb life, okay, well, then when life pushes on you, what are you going to do? What's, what's your strategy? What's your plan? Right? And it's like, I don't know, but I'm not going to use alcohol. It's like, exactly. if that's the only thing you have, trust me, <laughs> you you will fall back into right the pattern that you've seen somebody else do. So you, you at yeah. least had that and said, hey, this is what I don't want yeah. to do. How did you move to the positive? Yeah. Well, I would say I, I would say I, I see that now, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I knew it then. Right. Okay. So when I became mar- when I got married, um, I knew that I didn't want to get divorced, right? But I didn't know how to have a successful marriage. I didn't know how to be a good husband. Yep. I didn't know how yep. to be a good leader. Yep. Like all these things. So then, through various circumstances, I did become a Christian, and so I started reading the Bible, and it shows you, like how to do these things, like how to have a good marriage, how to be a good father, how to be a good leader, how to be a good husband, um, how to be a good friend, how to be good in business, you know, treat your employees, like all these things. Okay. It's it's so funny you're saying that because I think, I think a lot of people think the Bible is this like 2000 year old ancient document about a bunch of families who lived in the Middle East. Which which it is (laughs) true. Yeah. True. Right. But it's like, well, how does that apply to me today? And it's like, okay, so here's the deal. Yeah. One, you've never read it. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. The, the point Definitely. of the story is if I can tell you stories about people yeah. and their experiences and what their God has done, yeah. right, you can understand, right, in a sense, you, like you see yourself on the pages of the scripture and you go, oh, oh like they're just like me, yeah. right? They're struggling with the same things I'm struggling with. They're yeah. wrestling with the same things I'm wrestling. It's yeah. just the nature of man hasn't changed from the beginning. So it's not like, 
oh, well, you know, I, I want to know when do I give my kid a cell phone? How do I, is there a Bible verse on that? I'm like, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, no. There's, yes. there's a biblical principle about parenting exactly. and about responsibility and about, right, all these different things. And it's like, unless, exactly. you, unless you spend some time in the Word of God and yeah. really look at it from that perspective of like, well, how, do, how does this relate to my life? You miss out on it. So you dove in there and realized, man, there's a lot of really good stuff in here. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not the most intelligent individual on earth, but like when it's, when something's laid out for me, like I, I can kind of figure <laughs> it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, step one, totally. step two, all the, all these things. Yep. But some of these things are difficult. You know, um, Ephesians, love, love your wife as you love yourself. How do you do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, very good. How, how, how do you, so, so there are some things where there's just these brilliant, brilliant things. And I, I, that is one thing that just to kind of uh, mirror what you're saying, like all of these like self-help mm-hmm. books and all these gurus, yeah. And yeah. all these people, they're just regurgitating what Christ said yeah. 2000 plus years yeah. ago. Well, do you remember I mean, when, they're packaging it a little bit different when, when, but for the most part. When Zig Ziglar, right. And then yeah. it's, it's kind of funny. So like, um, we, we have a, you know, school that I'm, I'm a part of and they have a Zig Ziglar award and yeah. John, yeah. John Maxwell's actually going to yep. get the award, yeah, sure. but both John Maxwell and Zig Ziglar have said Right. And you can go YouTube and look it up. They both said, hey, here's the deal. Like all of our leadership training is just repackaging what scripture's already told us. Yeah. So so if you want leadership training, go read the word. But if you're not going to read the word, I'm going to, and I'm just going <laughs> to put it in terms that you can understand. Uh, exactly. Right. But, but Zig would tell you, I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. Right. In terms yeah, yeah. of how you treat other people. Right. And how you help other people be successful totally. so that you're successful. Because here's the deal. Who yeah. wants to work for the guy? who steps on you so that he's successful, yeah. but you're not. Totally. Well, eventually, right? Not, nobody wants to work at that place. Mm-hmm. That, that place is going under. Who wants to work at a place that doesn't have integrity and character, right? Enron. Eventually, yeah. right? That or, place is going to go under. So yeah. you can be a flash in the pan, right? Sin mm-hmm. has pleasure for a moment. But oh. eventually, right, a life, a company, um, a, a legacy yeah. can't be built on things other than on the solid rock, right, of Christ himself. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I would say that's a... I'll just say a failing that men have today because they're, I don't know that they're worried about legacy. Oh, totally. They're, they're oh, seeking, no, no. Yes. they're so, they're, they're seeking comfort yeah. um, against everything else, yeah. you know? And so kind of like, you know, kind of going back as I started reading the Bible and seeing some of the things, I was also lucky enough to be discipled by an amazing man mm. who, if you haven't had on the podcast, you need to, the guy's such a stud. Um, and like, he is like a, it was to me. It was really interesting because he is. I was in his Bible study class. He's teaching about and but he's not like what I thought a Christian man would be. Yeah, he's rough. He's tumble. He like rides horses and he like you know chops wool. I mean, he's yeah. just like a yeah. he's just a, he's a like man's a man. man. He's a man's yeah. man, right? And so my impression of Christianity and of men were like these weak, sure, you know, turn the other cheek, yes. you know, all these things. Soft, so when I was ta- ta- super yes. soft. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that was one thing that was difficult for me when becoming a Christian yeah. is because I'm, I'm not like that. Yeah, you're you a rough, rough and tumble guy. Yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've spent... <laughs> I wish we were on video, right? You see, it's like, yeah, this is one of your rough and tumble guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've spent most of my life, either fortunately or unfortunately, like being in a lot of tussles. You yeah, know what I mean? Like exactly. I'm a, I'm a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I've trained boxing. I've trained Muay Thai. Like I'm not like this wilting flower right. that my impression was. So when this guy is, you know, telling me, I remember when, you know, there's this one time where I was like, oh man, this is serious. And he's like, hey man, you gotta, we gotta wake up early. You gotta do this. You gotta do all these things. And I get there, I don't know, I'm two or three months into being discipled by him. Yeah. And uh, I did not read the Bible at all, which caveat, everything that I'm saying if, if reading the Bible is not, is the foundation of this, yes. right? A discipleship period, the foundation is reading the word. Yes. So if you're being discipled, mentored, and that's not happening, find someone else. Yeah, yeah totally. You, oh, you know I love mean? that. Yeah. So, so yeah. all these things that I'm going to say may, may sound like, oh, I've done this or, hey, do this or whatever, but it is all built upon the foundation of like being in the word every single day. Yeah. Right? yeah. The, your wisdom's coming from the word to, right? through, through your experience totally. so that I can talk to you about yeah. specific things. But the reality is, right, if, if somebody's giving you their own wisdom yeah. through their experience, it's like, eh, okay, it, it may work, it may not work. Totally. God's wisdom 
through my personal experience that I can share with you, yeah. right? At the end of the day, all I'm giving you is not God's yeah. wisdom. Now, I love the relational aspect. I love mentoring and discipleship. Yeah. I think it's super important. I think we're called to do it. Yeah. But if you don't have somebody, to, to your point, if you don't have somebody who's doing that, you can open up the Word yourself. 100%. And, and, and start reading it. Now, you may run across some things and say, okay, I don't get it. I don't understand it, yeah. which is great to have, right, an older man to kind of walk you through and say, hey, let me answer that question for you. But at the end of the day, that's, that's where they should be pointing yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, with, without a doubt. And I would also say you can, without a doubt, get into the Word, be in the Word, and you will absorb a ton. And if you put it into application, I would say it's just like, you know, it's just like yeah, I worked in sales for forever, and, you know, the companies would send you to these sales seminars, and you'd come back from the sales seminar, and there'd be like, set, you know, there'd be a bunch of people like, oh, that doesn't work, and, you know, odd, oh, this is. But, no, it's because you didn't apply it. Right. Like all the stuff, all that you stuff works. Yes. If you just apply it, it will work. And I was like the only person that would take like this little nugget, yep. whatever, and apply it to my sales calls or apply it to going out to the field or whatever it was. And then, yeah, it would work. And then be like, well, how did you do that? I, I we just apply, spent a yeah. week learning. What do you mean? How did yeah. I do that? How did you miss it? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> the guy exactly. told you, do this. I went and did it. There yeah. we go. But I would also say for the guys out there, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Like that is that is one thing that... I was lucky enough to learn, you know, young from, you know, my grandfather. He told me something to the effect of like, um, if you see somebody that has what you want, do what they did. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so if you, if you see someone and you're like, Hey man, how did you, whatever, fix your marriage? How yeah. did you become a billionaire? Yeah. How did you do these things? Like yeah. do what they did. Right. So don't also don't be afraid to ask for help. Cause that is something that. I do see with men a lot is they want to do it on their own. Oh, yeah. And they're afraid to ask for help. Yeah. And that's, that's a dangerous game to play. We're already too isolated. We're already too lonely. And there is just something ab- about being with a group of men mm. that are rowing the same way, that yeah. in the boat with you, that will absolutely improve everything about your life. Yeah. Everything. And it actually gets you further. I mean, yeah, you without know, a doubt, you, you can, you can, without you know, I, I think, I think about, um, you know, when I was a you know young person, like Lance Armstrong was a big deal, yeah. right? Yeah. The whole tour totally. of brands. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but you, you just kind of watch and you're like, yeah, I'd go out and ride my bike and, you know, like, but Hey, you put a team together, yeah. right. Of eight guys out there who are, you know, you know, cutting through the wind for you, um, making sure if your bike goes down, they give you theirs. I mean, exactly. it's like, yeah, getting on a team of guys who are rowing in the same direction, exactly. you're going to go a lot further. Now, you, I, as you 100%. said, though, the whole concept of men thinking about legacy, a lot of guys are like, well, I don't want to get any further. No. I'm, I'm just fine where I am. Cool. I'm successful. I'm doing it my yeah. way. Right. And the reality is, is they're not looking at leaving a legacy for other people. They're fine with just having their name up in lights and being right. Having that flash in the pan for whatever amount of time I'm here for. Right. And it's it's really it's all about me. And I think I think to me, it's like there's a better way to live than it all being about you. Uh, Oh, absolutely. Uh, And again, those you need to become less. Right. Right. That's that's there you go. Wisdom. Right. Um, But I would say also now in today's society, we even if you're not successful, you can still hide in in, in a lot of places. True, you know what I mean. Yeah. So we were talking. You know, you mentioned something earlier about like um, video games. Yeah. Do you know why video games are so popular with men? And like I used to play video games. I totally get it. Like I remember having bad days at work or having a tough day in my marriage or, or whatever, and going in playing video games because yeah. I can be the hero yeah. without putting in any work. Totally. I can save the kingdom. I can whatever it is. Yeah. Win the race. Wh- whatever it is. I can get to the next level. All the things I can achieve yeah. Yeah. without actually having to work. And again, it's 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 comfort, right? Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, that, that's such an important thing because you know the 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 research that has gone into so many of these games for young oh, people, yeah. right? Is um, they they need to keep you in the game, yeah. right? And so every that's level that possible. yeah that you level up. Right. It's just, you know, hey, I've, I've got that dopamine hit. I've been successful. Exactly. My brain loves it. And I go to the next one. And I go to the next one. I go to the next one. Yeah. And I'm building and I'm creating and I'm the hero in the game. Mm-hmm. And then and then you turn off the game and you go to life and you look around. And you're like, life sucks. Right. It's, it's terrible. My marriage is falling apart. Right. My kids don't like me. Yeah. I'm overweight. I'm out of shape. So, I'm not so what do I do? The manager. So what do I do? I go, I back, go back to play to some game. more video games. Right. And, and, the, and the concept is, it's like, no, no, you got to take that, yeah. that as, you know, um, I always consider it like it's dessert, right? Like that's not the meat and potatoes of life, yeah. right? You, you know, Sounds if you want to add that over here to, you know, sure. hey, play video games for a half hour, an hour, you yeah. know, have a little escape from reality for a little while. Totally. Okay, whatever. 
You know, some guys do it at the gym. Some guys are, you know, video game, Absolutely. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, but here's the deal. You got to be successful in the main aspects of life, yeah. right? So yeah. those things can be, okay, well, how do I take that same concept I'm seeing in the video games and how do I apply it to my real life so yeah. that I'm, I'm the hero in my home, yeah. right? That's, that's where I want to be the yeah. hero. And well, I, yeah. a lot of guys and, don't do that. And that would, I would say, also lead to, like, how are you defining success? Exactly. Right, because that's another thing. You know, we're, we're comparing ourselves now to... I don't know, Elon Musk. Yeah. Or like, I'm yeah. not successful yeah. because I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not one of the richest men in the world. Yeah. Or you're comparing yourselves to, you know, whatever. We, we used to compete with our neighbors. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so, like, you know, there's that term, you know, keeping, keeping up with the Joneses. Yep. And that was always a terrible thing. Competition is terrible. Yep. But, right, but we were competing with our neighbors. Now we're competing with actors yeah. and tycoon you know just these leaders of industry and, and my thing is always one you don't know what it took for them to get there yeah uh, exactly. you, you don't know what advantages or disadvantages that they had or, or had to overcome Absolutely. right okay. and you don't know what they sacrificed right and are, are you willing exactly. to make that same sacrifice because yeah. if you're willing to sacrifice your family right well there's a whole lot more time you can spend on on being successful totally. so uh, you know those those are all considerations yeah. that a lot of men when we compare ourselves to other people mm-hmm. just to be super careful i know a lot of people there's a very wealthy guy when i grew up right i mean he became wealthy because his parents were wealthy oh nice um, yeah. right and, and he, right he was just the kid who got everything you know passed totally. on to him and like if you didn't know that you'd just be thinking wow oh, man that guy has done it all it's like Dude, that guy was yeah. born into the right family. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Matter of fact, he would have had to have worked harder to lose yes. it yeah. than just yeah. to maintain yeah. what they had. And, and he did. He he, he oh, worked very he hard did. to lose oh, it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you know, yeah. it took him took him you know thirty years to lose all of it. So, but go. just interesting, you know, perspective yeah. from that per, uh, point. So so you're diving into the word. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. discipled and trained. You you've got I'm a man right stuff. that you look up and say, yeah, yeah hey, that's a, that's a man's man, and he loves the Lord. I want to be like that. Yeah, without a doubt. Yes. Um, but I am noticing as I am doing these things and I'm getting closer to the Lord. And also, side note, like I'm having to fix my marriage uh-huh. as well, right? Because the time, and I didn't I didn't even know this, but it came out, I don't know, maybe three or four months into me being a Christian that like I'm on the precipice of divorce, but but I only figured that out. I only yeah. knew that because that self awareness of like, oh shoot, <laughs> exactly because I, you know I'm um, I've basically let my wife lead the family for mm. the last like eight years mm. because it just wasn't worth the argument, right? You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't worth you know. I mean, just again, full transparency, and I don't know like what I can say and what I can't say, but like like I still wanted to have sex with my wife, so like I didn't want to argue oh. about stupid stuff. Yeah, it didn't really matter to me. So I basically for eight years abdicated my leadership and my responsibility to yep. my wife. Yep. So now as I'm trying to bring us back under the, the headship of Christ. Now there's some conflict. Tons. And you're like, like wait a second. Totally, 100%. <laughs> is, it, is this really worth it? <laughs> well, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, got, I've got guys I know, same, same thing, totally. right? You, yeah, know, you yeah. live a certain way for 15, 20 years, and now it's like you go, wait a second. I need to be leading this family. Uh-huh. I, we need to be doing some things differently. And, you know, it's funny. They always say, well, what's the first step? And I, say, I always say the first step is going and apologizing. Oh, I wish first, I would have known that. First yeah. step is just going and apologize and say, listen, here's the deal, yeah. right? I, I am sorry that I haven't been doing what I needed to do. I'm yeah. sorry that I haven't been leading, right? And, and you know, you're talking about with your wife. Can I tell you, it's hard with the kids too. Well, and that is something I had to do. My daughter at that point in time, so I think we had been married eight years, so she was six, creeping on seven. Yep. I was a lot of stuff I had to do to fix my relationship with my daughter, yeah. you know, and those are real formative years yeah. where she learns about who her dad is, yeah. right? So then for me to go back and just be like, hey, your dad is not that guy. Yeah. He's actually yeah. this guy. You can't make her three again and say, hey, yeah, let's, exactly. hey, hey, let's like, do this again, oh, right? Man. Let's just start over. My yeah. bad for the first eight years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Reset. Reset. Well, it's like, um, remember Video the Nintendo? Games. Remember the Nintendo? Yes. You'd, you'd, yes. You'd blow on the, the cartridge and hit reset and then start everything over again and you're totally good. Yeah, that didn't, didn't really work. Oh, man. Um, Life's harder. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, oh, yeah. So as I'm, to, to kind of, as I'm doing this, I'm realizing um, that all the other cr- Christian men that are in the the class th- yeah. that I'm in and are sitting beside me in the yeah. pew, yeah. Um, they're not doing the same thing that I'm doing. Yeah. They're not they're not trying to fix their marriage. Like they're these guys are getting divorced. These guys are mm. having affairs. 
These guys are staying at work all hours because it's easier than being at home with their wives. Yeah. And I just kept seeing these things. And, and granted, it's difficult and it's hard. But as I'm kind of trudging through this this time trying to fix these things, I'm just seeing like weakness after weakness after weakness. And Christian men like quitting and quitting and quitting early and quitting often. And I'm also reading about like these Christian warriors. I'm reading about Caleb who's... 80 years old, and it's like, hey, I'll fight the giants. That's right. Go ahead and take the land. He's yeah. like, all right, I got gotcha. you. I'm reading about David, who's, <laughs> what, a teenager or, yeah. or whatever that's going to fight Goliath. Yeah. Um, you know, Peter, who chops off a dude's uh, ear yeah. in, in defense of Christ. Yes. Ab- about Christ. Who, like, where, where are these men today? Totally, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and for, so, for better or for worse, right? The, the, the concept is you see so many men who just settle. Yeah. And and one of the things that you don't yeah. see in scripture, right, is the the ability to just settle. God does not let you just settle. No. Right? He pushes and he prods and he says, totally. Hey, there's there's something more for you, right? I think my favorite, you know, story is when he shows up and you know, Gideon is there and Gideon had settled. Yeah. Um, and you know, God shows up and he's like, Hey, great and mighty warrior. And Gideon's looking around Ooh. going, Yeah. Yeah, like who who are you talking yeah. to? Right. And it's like, no, no, it, it's you. It's in you. Right? Because if yeah. you're made in the image of God, you're made in the image of a warrior. Totally. Right? You're exactly. made in the image of a creator. You're made in the image of somebody who's willing to sacrifice yeah. to get done what needs to be done. And yeah. so that's that's the DNA that runs through you as a man. So when you settle, yeah. right, you're buying the lie of the enemy, right, who was willing to, to settle for something less than yeah. as long as it improved him. Right. Exactly. And it's just like, no, no, that, don't, yeah. don't do that. Men, you're right. You need to say, listen, I got to get called out of right where I am totally. into something greater. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is that's what we do as, as men is we yeah. call each other out. Because, Absolutely. Because it's very, very difficult to hear this from a woman like, hey, oh, hey, Court, sure, yeah. you can be better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When a woman says it, it's kind of like, oh, defensive mode. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm good what, enough. What's right. Wrong? Yeah. But when a man says it, it's like, wait, what do you mean? Like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Right. Like, how, okay, how do I get there? Yeah. And you can, you can get that. You can take that from another man to say, Court, I think you can do better. Dan, right. Let's, here's the challenge. Push back on this. Completely agree. I love I it. Completely agree. Like, you know, my, my best friends in life are the ones that a make fun of me the most. Yes. Right. Without, you know what I mean? Like those <laughs> yeah. are the guys. Oh, I know you. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know oh, they okay. make fun of me the most, but they're also the guys that like, they will call me to the carpet. Yes. You know? And, and so Again, back to these men, if you don't have friends that will call you to the carpet, uh, like they're not your friends. They're not your friends. They're, they're really not. Yep. If your friends don't want better for you, then they're not your friends. Most people want, most men I see that are friends want good for their friends, but not better than themselves. They, oh, I like that. You, yeah. does, that does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So as long as you're not better than me. Totally. I right? want all the success. I want you to have all the success in the world. But not more than my success. Yes. And that's damaging yeah. in so many can, ways. Can I th- sure. Jonathan and David in Scripture. Yeah, yeah totally. right. Yep, as, yep. as Saul is replaced and David becomes the next king, mm-hmm. and Jonathan... The Jonathan was supposed to be. Right, was supposed to yeah. be, right? The picture that we see is Jonathan walks up to David, drops his belt, right, which is his sword, yep, right? Yep. Takes his cloak, no puts, it on, puts yep. it on David and just says, hey, I'm, I'm with you. Totally. You're, you're, you're the man. And, and the concept is, is the only way you get there when you're able to promote somebody else even at your own expense yeah. is through the power of Christ. Well, yeah. That that's the that's the transformation that I think a lot of guys miss. It's like, well, are, oh okay, I, I get what you're saying, right? Is I can help other people out so that I get better. And I'm like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You can help other people out even if it costs you. Absolutely. Right? That's yeah. the that's the Christian perspective, right? Is I'm willing to help you even if it costs me because that's what my savior did for me. Absolutely. Now eventually do I know that in eternity Right, we yeah, yeah. we will get right the just reward, and the answer yeah. is yes. But am I expecting it here, yeah. right, on these days? And the answer is no. I, I I don't need it. I can I can help court even if it costs me, and I don't need the right. Well, hey, court, what's the win win situation? Yeah, it may yeah, not exactly. be a win win. Yeah. Maybe a win lose. Yeah. Right. But I can help you because that's what Christ has given me the call to do. It, yeah. Exactly. And and think of a world, and think of relationships where you are always putting the other person. Oh like above you, yes. right? Think that. So, but, and also like not only in your friendships, man, but when you want the best for your friend and you can help them in a way to yep. make them better, yep. but what about, what about with your kid, yep. right? Easy. That's easy. You always want what's better for your kid, right? What about your wife though? Yep. Like what happens to your marriage when you treat your wife 
way better, let's say, than she treats you. Yeah. When you love your wife more than she loves you. When you give to your wife more than she, like, you know what I mean? Like, what what happens to those types of relations? What happens yeah. to the which, which your is, community then? Which is funny, though, because it's, you know, when we when we took our marriage vows, it's yeah, literally that's what biblical. we said. Yeah, yeah, right? It's, yeah, we, yeah, we said, hey, for better, for worse, richer, for more, and, you know, totally. sickness and in health. And, and the concept exactly. was, it was, you know, marriage is a hundred zero proposition, not mm-hmm. a 50-50. Yeah. Right? I'm going to love you regardless of what you do. Mm-hmm. And then she says... I'm going to love you regardless of what you do. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, that's the covenant that you signed up yep. for because I don't think people understand marriage is not a cultural right, contract that you're making, mm-hmm. right? It's designed by God to demonstrate his love for us. Yeah. And that's what he said to us. He yeah. goes, I'm going, to, I'm going to love you no matter what you do. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and you're going, well, I'm a, I'm a bonehead and I'm not going to do very well. And God's <laughs> like, I know all that. I knew yeah. that, right? Like, but I'm still going to love you, Yeah. right? And then you can love other people with that same love that's been given to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just a beautiful picture. It, 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 it's great, but you've got to put, you know, you have to do it. You have to put it into application yeah. because yeah. most of us, you know, I mean, man, and, and again, my marriage it. isn't perfect. Yeah. We fixed a lot. We still argue all this stuff. But, you know, there used to be times where whatever, you know, we, we, we would have a disagreement and I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that because you didn't do this for me. Exactly. Or I'm yep. going to be mad because you, you called me this or, or just, yep. just whatever. Oh, it's totally. these, these, these tit for tat yeah. things. And then we get bitter and then we allow bitterness to just creep into our lives. And it just like everything just, yep. it just evolves yep. and it just, it just evolves. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So kind of going back. I started discipling people because the man who discipled me told me I had to. I mean, he, that, that's basically what happened. Yeah. You know. Wait, and do I, I have an option? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang well, on a you know, it was really interesting. When I became a Christian, so I started, I went, I went to his class, and I went to his class because a neighbor uh, that, that were Christians, like, recommended it to us yeah. when I became a Christian. Yeah. And so he actually came up to me, I think, three months into his class. And he said, hey, man, I don't know what's going on in your life, but Jesus is doing something. We need to meet. Cool. And I was like, okay, cool. What does that mean? You know what I mean? So he's just, again, going back to something my grandfather had told me a long time ago. If you see somebody that has what you want, do what they did, yeah. right? And so on and so forth. So I was like, okay, this guy seems like I'll just I'll do what he's telling me to do, yeah. right? Um, and so he was like, hey, we're going to meet. But then after a year, a couple of years or three years, whatever it takes. And that's another thing that I think is strange with discipleship is uh, for some reason they have boiled it down to one year. Like what is why? Yeah, Why is it one year? Why yeah. do you need for one? That makes no sense to me. So anyway, that was kind of his thing. Two years, five years, whatever the case may be. <laughs> but then you have to start discipling. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, but as we started, and I started learning, I started seeing like what other Christian men aren't doing and just these lack of, I'll say, Christian warriors, it just became so apparent that like that's why I think God saved me. Yeah. Is because... There needed to be somebody or a group of people that would just stop seeking comfort and start working hard um, for their kids, start working hard for their marriages, heck, start working hard for their salvation. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I can't tell you how many men I know that will, like I said, they'll stay at work late so they don't have to deal with their wife. They have no part in their kids' lives, and they come home and they go play video games, yeah. right? Because it's easier than having a tough conversation with your wife. It's easier than saying you're sorry. It's easy. You know what I mean? Like, yep, totally. And we also get accolades from being the breadwinner. We also get accolades at work. We, we strive and we can achieve. And it's very similar to video games, right? You know, that's one of the things yep. why I loved sales uh, for so long because, like, it was a dir- I could achieve. It mm-hmm. was like a direct reflection of, like, how hard I worked. Right, and so I was like, "That this is the awesome. more the more I put in, the more I get out." Hundred percent. And can I tell you, if only life were actually programmed that way in everything, yeah, it'd be amazing. <laughs> it'd be amazing, it'd be awesome, right? But it, but it's but it's not. No, you know what I mean. And but not. you know, but the concept, and we, you know, we say this. Um, you know, the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where, where you, you water, water it, yeah, yeah. right? But the, but the idea from that perspective is, right, what does it mean? You, you asked this question, right? Yeah. What does it mean to be successful, yeah. right? And I think guys are like, "Well, okay, so what you're saying is, right." Um, if I put more time, energy into my family, put more time, energy into my wife, right? Things will get better. And oh, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. so, Maybe. <laughs> right, right. If you do it with the attitude of what you had said before is if you want what's best for your wife, right? And yeah. you're looking to cherish her, love her, yeah. nurture her, and you're willing to do that at a sacrifice to you, then yes, that relationship's going to get better, right? Yeah. People want to be in a relationship where you are yeah. their advocate, right? Their cheerleader. Totally. You're interested in, in helping them. Now, if you just want the, 
Okay, so here, here's what I got to do to get what I want. Totally, yes. Now that's not going to work. Terrible. Yeah, that's, that's not going to work, right? Yeah. I, oh, okay. I got to I got to do the dishes so that we can have sex. I got to exactly. do this so we can do that. I got to right. It's like yep, yep, no, no, because yep. I can see right through that. Yeah. Your kids can and, see right through that. So can your wife. So, so can everybody. Yep. And can I think your friends can too? Absolutely. Right. You, a you, I had a, I had a friend one time. It was so Without funny. We, we were talking on the phone and uh, about a, a, a different friend, and they just said. Um, the only time he calls me is when he wants to talk about his life, but he never asked me about mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it just reminded me, it's like, oh, I don't want to be that friend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so my thing is, is like, if I'm talking to you, yeah. right, I want to start with, Hey, yeah. Court, how, how are you doing? Yes. Right now I may want to talk about my life and in a friendship, hopefully we have the ability to both share. Yes. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want to be the guy who's like, you know, court's like, Oh, here comes Dan. He's going to yeah, talk yeah, about his life yeah, again. Yeah, right. Totally. But he never asked me about mine. Yeah. I think that's so important. It it is important. Yeah, it's it's absolutely important if if you're that friend, right, to care about other people. But I would I would also say that like it's also important to meet people where they're at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I also have a friend very similar, right? Calls me only to talk about himself, never talks about me, right? But like I know that. Yeah. When when I yeah. see his caller ID come up, I know that it's only gonna be about him, yeah. right? But but like I still love him. I still want to be friends with him. So yeah. I answer the call. Yeah. I answer it, I listen to him. If I have advice, I give advice. You know what I mean? Just kind of all these things. But like I love him and I meet him where he's at. Yeah. You know? And I think that is something that that we forget in, in all these cases and all these situations. So going back to my marriage, when I'm fixing my marriage, my wife and I were in this really bad argument and she's talking about, you know, divorce and, and all these things. And I just I told him, you can, you know, verify this with her, but I said, Look, I am I'm pulling this cart up the hill without your effort, without your help. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. We're fixing our marriage. Yeah. I'm pulling the cart to the top of the hill. But, babe, every now and then, could you just lift your feet up? Like, quit dragging your feet. Just quit dragging your feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't so, have to get out and push. You, you, don't, you don't have to get up and push. <laughs> but you don't, don't have to on, help me pull. But don't put on the brakes. But Exactly. But, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but don't take off the brakes, you know. And it's just, uh, you know, but, yeah. but that's, I think, the attitude we have to have. Yeah. That regardless of what happens tomorrow, mm. like we still put in the work today. I love it. We still fix all the, we still try to fix our past. We still yeah. try yeah. to be better yeah. the, um, than we were. Um, and it just, if we could just have that attitude. Now, the difficult thing is how do you get that attitude? Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Um, so as I'm, you know, talking to men, uh, and I've, I will kind of go back for a a second and talk about my, my background. One of the, I don't know if this is a beautiful thing or not, but one of the benefits of growing up how I grew up mm -hmm. is I learned that you can survive, mm -hmm. right? So I don't want to get like super dark or anything like that, but there was a situation or a time where like my stepdad and my mom were in this really bad kind of knockdown, drag out fight, and I like step in front of my mom to protect her, mm -hmm. and we're outside. Um, and my stepdad like grabs my chin and like my hair and, he, and this anyway, and he literally like starts bashing my head into the car door. Mm. Right. So six to, you know, 220 pound man doing this to like a eight year old kid. Yeah. Right. Not, not ideal. Yeah. Right. Um, there's more to the story, but what happened is I woke up the next morning, I went to school. Like I just didn't know you could quit. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know until many years later that that wasn't healthy and that's not how life is supposed to go. Yeah. Which so that was a kind of a crazy revelation. Every, yeah, everybody showed up at school yeah. and just got beat up by their dad. Yeah, right? like, like uh, that was no. kind of a crazy revelation. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's not normal. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but but you don't know what you don't know, you, right? You totally. And so you learn. You learn. You totally. know what? You're a survivor, yeah. right? And you can make it through difficult things. But we all can, yeah. and and that's one of the things that I think men have forgotten. Yeah, is that we can we all can survive. Mm -hmm. Right? It's just, are we willing to do it? Is it difficult? Yeah, it's, it is difficult. Um, so as I have started to disciple men and, and mentor different men, and, and I would say kind of a weird thing is I am not, like you said, I didn't go to seminary. I would say I'm kind of a new Christian, yeah. right? You know, yeah. I mean, I'm, well, you know, I'm a decade into being a Christian now, right? Um, but like some of the people that I'm discipling and mentor are pastors, you know what I mean? Um, and some of the other people that I'm, I'm mentoring have been in the church and grown up in the church yeah. and know all the right answers, right, and, and all these things. Um, so I do kind of take it a little bit differently cause, because I think a lot of it is like, um, if these guys know all the right answers, like, what are you going to give them? Yeah. You know what I mean? So one of the things that 
I do implement is I make every single person that wants to work with me kind of in this way, I make them do something difficult that they don't want to do. Yeah. And then make them do it every single morning, right? Waking up at 5 a.m. to get on your, your Peloton bike is hard, right? Taking a cold shower is hard. Like my favorite, and I did it this morning, is 30 degrees outside. Yeah. I went outside yeah. and I got in 35-degree water cold plunging, right? And I know that's a big thing and everyone's doing it, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And, yes, there are good benefits. But, like, these things are hard to do. Yeah, whatever right? it is. Right? Yeah, but they're all survivable. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not going to die. Yeah. By working, waking up at 5 a.m. and going and working out. You know what I mean? Like all of these things are survivable and you can do all of these things. So that is one of the things that I make everybody do. Because if you can wake up before you want to and do something that you really, really don't want to do. Yeah. You know how easy it is to get into the word in, in the morning for 45 minutes? It's simple. Yeah. Right, and that's one of the cruxes. One, that's one of the difficult things that person after person after person after person I meet with. That's a hard time. Well, I don't have time to get in the Bible. It's so hard to read the Bible. It's so you know what I mean. Well, you do something difficult, that becomes easy. Yep. You know that's yeah. not, oh, you think that's hard? Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, having if you can if you can do that and you can do it every morning, mm. um, you train your mind to look and be okay with doing difficult things, yeah. right? Um, but also what you do is it gives you confidence to know you can do something difficult. Yep. So when you and your wife have to have that difficult conversation, I promise you will have to have difficult conversations. Amen. You'll do it. Yeah. And you'll be able to do it in a loving manner, yep. right? Because you've got the confidence that, hey, I've, I do hard things. Yep. Like I can do difficult things. So now I can go and I can have the courage to fix my marriage. Yeah. I can have the courage to live a Christian life. Because let's be honest, living, the Christian following Christ is simple. So simple. But man, it can be difficult. Yeah. Man. We're just getting in the way. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is with, Here, here's with the light on the path. You're like, I don't want to walk on the path. You're like, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, what am I supposed to do with this guy? Like, sometimes but, the path is so difficult. Cause yeah. It's so much easier to seek comfort. Oh it's so much God. easier yes. to try to make as much money as we can make and have the largest retirement we can make so that we can do as little as possible. Right, because I can control everything. And then, you know, and then what God does in the midst of that is he says, Here, here's the deal. There's something bigger. There's something better that I want you to be a part of, but you won't let go of your little kingdom. So the only way that I can help you understand that your little kingdom is not all there is, is I have to crush it. Totally. And God go and in God's grace and goodness, he has crushed so many men's little kingdom and they've walked out and they've gone, Oh, there's something bigger. There's yeah. something better. Like yeah. I held on to this little little trinket that I thought I, you know, was the, the end all be all of life, and it's just like, no, are you kidding? That was just there to prepare you for the, the something better that God had yeah. for you, yeah. right? The, as soon as you let that thing yeah. go, God had something better for you. Yeah, there's there's a, a illustration, and I don't know if this is common in, in the Christian world. You know, there's so many things that like are only Christian, yeah, and, yeah, and so on. So I don't know if this is popular or common or not, but maybe it is. Um, but it reminds me of that. It's this illustration where it's like this little kid and they're holding on to like this tiny little teddy bear. Yep. And it's got his picture of Jesus and he's kneeling and he has like this huge like teddy bear behind him. And he's like, he wants to exchange it, but the little the little kid won't get rid of the yeah. tiny little. Yep. And, and again, I totally get that because how I grew up, I couldn't count on anybody. That's right. I couldn't count on my dad. I couldn't count on my mom to do the right things. Like I just, I couldn't count on their protection. Yeah. So I became super selfish. Yeah. I became, you know, just very all of, just very court centric, yeah. right? Yeah. So everything I did was for me. All the people I surrounded myself with were for me. All these things. So yeah. I totally understand that line of thinking, yeah. and it can be hard to break out of it. Oh, totally. Man, when you break out of it, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good, and I would say that's. Kind of a, another thing about this is like, um, if you if you just put a little bit of effort into, like, be getting a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better, man, like, how good is it going to be in five years if, oh, yeah. if your marriage is a yeah. hundred times better? Maybe it, it'll never be perfect, but better. How good is your life going to be when like you're you're whatever a hundred times closer to Christ? Like, how good is your life going to be, right? You know, there's, there's just all of these things yeah. where your life will be and can be just exponentially better if you just put in a little bit of work. Yeah. And I always, tell, I, bit uncomfortable. I always tell people, right, it's not that the circumstances will change, but your perspective of them will. Totally. Right? So, you, you know, uh, 
walk into a doctor's office and they say, hey, you got cancer. Yeah. I'm not saying drawing closer to Christ gets rid of your cancer. No. I am saying that drawing closer to Christ will change your perspective Absolutely. on what cancer is. 100%. Right? Because once you understand that Christ has defeated death, mm-hmm. okay, then, yeah. then this thing that says, hey, it's going to kill you, you're like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it doesn't minimize, right? But it definitely changes your perspective to say, hey, here's the deal. If Christ has already defeated death and that's death, yeah. right, then that's already been defeated. Yeah. So, I I, right, I have no fear of it, right? Because, you know, all, all that cancer or death can do is usher me more quickly into the presence of Christ. Yeah. So if that's the only thing they can do, it's like, uh, I mean, yeah. Paul would say, right? Uh, shoot, I woke up this morning, so I got to go do work with you. Unfortunately. But, I, but I'd rather be home in heaven. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? But, but, but I'm here. Yeah. So I'm going to make the most of what God's given yes. me to do, exactly. right? Because the, the one thing that people fear, right, you know, being out of control, one, mm-hmm. God's in control. Yeah. Death, Christ has already conquered him. Yep. Right. Um, being unsuccessful. Right. And Christ says, Here, here's the deal. I've already been successful and I can give that to you. Right. Where does prosperity and success come from? Joshua 1, eight says it comes from knowing the Lord. Yeah. Right. So you wake up every day, you get to know the Lord, you draw closer to him. And here's the deal. Like, like, that's being successful. Yeah, right. Now, money, um, health, wealth, sure. all those different things. Right. Things, you, yeah. Here's the deal. You leave those in God's hands yeah. and you say, here's the deal. Lord, give me what I need. And I will use it for your glory. So here's the deal. If you want more glory, give me more stuff. Yes. That's all I say to God. Right? You want more glory, give me more stuff. Yeah. Right? Because more stuff, all it does is usually complicate life. (laughs) That is without a doubt true. So I'm just like, hey, I want to keep it simple. Right? I want to use whatever he's given me to take care of not only the people that he's put around me, right, but to take care of the community in which I live, to help the world get be a better place. So I'm just like, God's going to give me whatever I need to do the work that he wants me to do. And then... And I would say some of the difficult things is, are you okay with that? Yeah. Don't and, talk. And that's, 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 oh. that's such a crux. That's the look crux. in the mirror. That's right. Yeah. That's because then that goes back to your, your original thing of when you're trying to compete with the Joneses, when you're yeah. looking at everybody exactly. else's, when you're trying to figure out, Hey, how do I match up to them? As opposed to yeah. how am I doing with the stuff that God's given me? Yeah. Right. That, cause I'm the only one I'm responsible for, right? Court and I are not in a competition yeah. against each other yeah. for whatever it is that you're trying to do. Right. And if, if I can get to the point where I want to bless court and have him be successful in whatever it is, yeah. even if it costs me, even as an expense to me, or even if it you know does something to my pride yeah. at the end of the day, I go, that, that doesn't matter to me because God gives me what I need. Yes. Right. So he yeah. gives the court what he needs yep. to do the work that he's called him to do and what he's called you to do and me to do totally different. Yeah. So of course he'd equip us differently. Ab- yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and I'm, and that was a, a difficult thing for me personally to, to wrap my brain around. Oh, totally. Cause I'm a, again, I, I think it's where I came from kind of always being less than, you know, yep. very economically yep. depressed, always oh, feeling yeah. less than. Yeah. So then in order me, for me to feel self-worth, like I had to achieve more, I had to That's be right. better, I had to make more money, like just kind of all these, all these things. Right. I'll show you. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Without exactly. a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me being kind of, I would say this super competitive individual, it was hard for me, I would say to be honest and self-reflect and be like, I am probably not mature enough to do what God would want me to do yeah. with this blessing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's money. Like, yeah. I don't, I am probably not mature enough. You know, my wife and I, we talk about it all the time about just kind of just, you know, different levels of achievement and things like that. And we're like, man, I'm so glad the Lord did not give us these responsibilities, yeah. you know, 10 years ago because we would have been divorced. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that he waited to give us this stuff because now we work as a team to try to get rid of Concord, you know, whatever, whatever yep. it is, yep. you know. So you do also, and again, that's another fear that men have, is being really honest with themselves and realizing, like, we're not perfect, yeah. you know. And I think that is like this kind of this crazy thing is should, should we be better than we were yesterday? Well, in certain areas, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. But are we ever going to be perfect? Are we ever going to reach perfection? No. 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 And it should be okay for men to fail. And that, I think, is a difficult thing. Most men won't even try something because they're afraid they'll fail at it. So they won't even try. You know what I mean? They're they're afraid to have a whatever, to, to... 
realign their lives underneath Christ because of what their wife is going to think yeah. or what their neighbor is going to think. I remember reading a book when I was in 10th grade. Um, Stuart Briscoe, his pastor, um, wrote a book, I think it was called Failing Forward. Okay. Right? Because his thing is, it's like, hey, here's the deal. If you fail forward, you learn from it. Yeah. Right? If you fail backward, right, yeah. it takes you further from where you were. Yeah. So that's why you don't want to fail. Yeah. But if you fail forward, right, just kind of a, a nuance, sure. right, but you learn from it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the, you know, Edison, right. I'm, I'm trying oh, to create yeah, yeah. a light bulb, right. Yeah. It's like, you know, what do I have a 6,000, you know, non light bulbs yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, exactly. to get yeah, to the one. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, if you're learning from it, you're not, you're not failing, right. You're learning. Yeah. Right. So you're either getting it right or you're learning. Those are the two alternatives. I heard the story about Edison and I think it's really, um, poignant, um, and just because you brought him up, so mm-hmm. I didn't derail us. This is you brought him up. I don't know. There's if this no. Is, there's no derailment. I don't know if this is a, a true story or uh-huh. not, but I like it enough to repeat it. That's right. Whether it's true or not, it should be. But um, apparently, when he was like seven or eight years old, he brought a letter home to his mom, uh-huh. um, and he said, "Hey, this is from my teacher," and he, he said, "You were the only person that can read it." So the mom looks at it. She starts to cry. And she says, um, she reads the letter out loud. And uh-huh. the letter says, your son is a genius. Uh-huh. Uh, he is too intelligent for our school. Uh-huh. You, need to, you, need to, you need to teach him. And he becomes this amazing yeah. inventor, yeah. so on and so forth. Well, apparently after his mother's death, he goes through stuff as, as normal people do. And he finds this letter. And the letter actually says, your, your son is mentally deficient. <laughs> and we cannot he he's not smart enough for this school he's no longer he can no longer attend yeah right so like perspective totally yeah see be the champion right without a doubt here's how god created you just because the world doesn't understand it yeah exactly and then there have been there has been so many people right that from the world's perspective it's like you're you're worthless well, here's yeah, the deal absolutely. from god's perspective you're yeah. you're worth the price of his son that yeah. he paid for you so if you saw yourself through his eyes Right. There's, there's nothing you can't do without him. Yeah. Right. So, so that's, that's the amazing thing, right? When the, when the world tells you, Hey court, you can't do this. And God's saying, uh, yeah, I think you can. Right. You you just have to trust me. Right. You have to honor me. You have to obey me. You have to walk with me and we're going to accomplish something great. And it does, it goes back to, you know, you mentioned David, right? When David's a kid, yeah. right. He gets anointed King. Next thing he's out there looking at Goliath. He's like, Hey, who's going to beat up this guy. Right. And he's like, you know, nobody's going, he's like, I'll do it. Right. Because with God, right. That's just a nine foot obstacle that God can't miss. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if he's smaller, maybe I'm not that good of a marksman, but dude, nine foot, like, of course we can hit this guy. Yeah. Well, you know, and what is interesting also, I think about David is he had, he had already been in tough situations that God got him out of, saved him from a lion, saved him from a bear, all these things. And and that goes back to your concept of when you're, when you're, Training and discipling men, yeah. and you're doing hard things, right? To me, it's just a you know physical picture of a spiritual reminder, right? Exactly. It's just hey, we're going to do something physically, yes. right? Is a cold plunge, you know, uh, the end all be all of life? Well, no. no, right? Getting up at five a.m. and going to the gym, whatever, right? Whatever. What, but whatever it is that you need to physically do yeah. to remind yourself that I can do the spiritual hard yeah, work, exactly, right? Then do that. So that you can do the spiritual hard work, because that's where the work really begins. That's that's exactly. the transformation of the heart yeah. and the mind that you go, yeah, I can do that, right? Yeah. I can spend time, as you said, I can spend time in God's Word because I just spent three minutes in thirty-two degree water. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah really. Like, hey, if you don't if you don't read God's Word, you're gonna have to get back in the water. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good one. I'm gonna implement that. Yeah, next. exactly. That's a good one. That's yeah. step two. Did you have Did you have your, your quiet time today? I like no, that. Get back in the water. That's step two. I like that. <laughs> but it's that's true. good stuff. And and the, having the confidence. Yes to do these difficult things will give you the confidence to go, Hey, like yes. fixing my relationship with my son is going to be tough. Yeah. But with Christ, I think I can yeah. do it. Saying this yeah. to my boss, right? Hey, this isn't the way it needs to be done. Absolutely. We got to do this. That's a, that's a tough relationship. I may lose my job. It's like, yeah, yeah but yeah. here's the deal. You'd rather be a man of integrity, right? And say what needs to be that's said right. than a person without it. Yeah. Right. And just getting a paycheck. hundred percent. Love that, man. Court. There's exactly. so we have a lot to talk about. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> So someday we'll dive into the story a little bit more and, uh, and, uh, you know, kind of parse that a little bit, but I appreciate you. Um, well, just your transparency in, in letting us, um, hear and feel a little bit about, um, where you came from, because I think there's a lot of guys out there, um, that came from a similar background that they're, they're letting defeat them, right. And define them as opposed to using it to say, Hey, listen, what did I learn from it? Yeah. Right. What, what can I take? And it's a, it's a terrible thing to say, but like, what can I take from that yeah. 
to use to help me grow into the man that God wanted me yeah. to be, as opposed to by using it a chain around my you know Absolutely. ankle that keeps me trapped back into what somebody else thought about me or what somebody else did to me. Without a doubt, and and I so that's a really good point, and and something I didn't say, and I think that I should address is that. Um, it doesn't matter where we came from, True. right? Yep. Now, for years and years and years, that was a chain around my ankle. Yeah. It kept me down. Yep. It kept me defeated. It made me think I wasn't worth anything. Yep. It made me think I was less than. Yep. And when you think that yourself, it becomes, you are. And like through Christ and all that he's done for me, man, he's the one that broke that chain, right? So there's that song, Chain Breaker, whatever. I love it. And yep. I never really like... Put the two together until you just said that just and now. You're like, Wait a second. But yeah, That's exactly. Me. That just yeah. that just popped. Christ into my broke mind that right chain. But, he but he's the only one who can. With without he a just, doubt, he just is right. And, we and we feel like we can break the chain because we're and and here's what you do is you pursue all the things to demonstrate that yeah. that chain's not on you. But yes. here's the thing: when you do that, you're only demonstrating that the chain's tighter than it was before. Exactly. Right. When without somebody tells you, "Hey, Court, you're not going to be successful," so you say, "Oh yeah, well, watch me, watch yeah, me." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's just like here's the deal. All you're trying to do, sure. right, is say, hey, I don't have a chain around me. When everybody else is around you saying, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, you're not being successful for any, you know, great reason or purpose. It's all about you trying to show us, hey, I'm not that same kid that back exactly. there who got and, beat up. And everyone can see through And it. everybody can see through Yeah, it. exactly. And right. I would also say you, do, you, you focus on one thing. So, for instance, you know, maybe for me it was whatever. We'll say, we'll say money, right? Success in my work, yeah. not money. But yeah. we'll say success more. But, you know, I did is I left my wife behind. Yeah. I left my kids behind, yeah. you know? And so like that, yeah, yeah, maybe I was achieving at work. Maybe the people at, at work like liked me and thought I was a good guy and all these things. But like I'm leaving yeah. my family behind. Yeah. The people who are the most important Without to you. a doubt. Hey, and guess what? That's me creating that cycle all over again because yes. guess what? I was left behind, you know? So it took me becoming mm, a Christian. It that's took good. me seeing Christ. It took me realizing who Christ is and what he did for me to break that chain and go, hey, and instead of looking at work, I still have to work because we still have bills. But instead of looking at work, I started looking at my family. I started yeah. looking at my wife. I started looking at my kids. Can I go back it, the, the statement you said about men not worrying about leaving a legacy? Yeah. Right? The, the concept is, is you're leaving a legacy. Oh. What you, so that's a good point. Regard, whether you want exactly. to or not, whether you think you are or not, you are leaving For a legacy. For somebody, right? Totally. A lot of guys are like, hey, I'm leaving a legacy in business. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you left a legacy in your family too. Yeah, it's just did. a negative one. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. Man. Really good. Court, good stuff, man. I appreciate the time. Awesome. Thanks, sir. Yes. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training, the number four, manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.